Tim Thomas is a folk hero. His slow rise to the Bruins' starting goaltender was capped off with one of the greatest Stanley Cup final performances in NHL history. After 39 long years, the Cup is back home. The Bruins are 2011 Stanley Cup champions. For Bruins diehards, this is clawing through history. On today's episode, Save by Thomas. In December of 2019, Tim Thomas spoke to the media for the first time in a very long time. He hadn't played in an NHL game since 2014. Just three years after his historic Stanley Cup run, he found himself serving as the backup for Kerry Lettinen of the Dallas Stars. The reason for Thomas' sudden reappearance was due to the fact that he was being inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. He even dropped the puck before the Bruins-Capitals game that night. It would be the first time that he would see his old teammates Chara, Bergeron, Marshan, Rask, and Krejci in several years. For fans, Thomas' departure had been a mystery. Following the 2011 season, the Bruins were bounced in the first round by the Washington Capitals in 2012. Shortly after the end of that season, Thomas informed the Bruins he would not be returning the next year. He decided to take a year off before returning to the NHL. On February 7th, 2013, the Bruins traded Tim Thomas to the New York Islanders. He wouldn't play a game there. When he did return to the NHL the next season, it would be with the Florida Panthers, where he would play until March before being traded to Dallas, thus ending his NHL career. It was an unorthodox ending to an unorthodox career. The truth is that Tim Thomas dealt with very real post-concussion problems, like so many other players in the league. Following the puck drop, Thomas spoke to the media for the first time in several years and detailed what he went through in the early years after his retirement. To me, the most powerful quote came when Thomas stated, There was a period of time, yeah, where I hated the game. I didn't sit there and say I hated it. My rebound effect was like, this wasn't worth it. That's where I was then. Where I am today is past that. Powerful words from a guy that accomplished so much. Like I said before, Thomas's rise to a Boston legend was anything but normal. He was born in Flint, Michigan, and played four years of college hockey at the University of Vermont. At UVM, he managed to help the team get into two NCAA tournaments and even to the Frozen Four in 1996. That team also included another notable teammate and future conference final opponent, Martin St. Louis. To this day, Thomas remains Vermont's all-time leader in games played, wins, and saves. In 1994, the Quebec Nordiques drafted Timmy 217th overall. It would take him nearly a decade to break into the National Hockey League. Following his collegiate career, he had two brief stints in the ECHL and IHL before heading over to Europe to play in the Finnish Elite League, where he managed to lead his team to a championship. And following that championship, he returned to North America and signed with the Edmonton Oilers on June 4, 1998. He would play 15 games for the Oilers minor league affiliate, the Hamilton Bulldogs, before returning to Finland. After returning to North America once again in 1999, he played for the Detroit Vipers of the IHL before returning to Europe to play in Sweden. By 2001, Thomas would sign with the Boston Bruins, but remain in Europe until the next year when he made his debut with the Providence Bruins in the 2002-2003 season. Nearly 10 years after being drafted, Tim Thomas would finally start in an NHL game on October 19, 2002, also recording his first win against the Edmonton Oilers. It would still be a few years before Timmy broke into the NHL as a regular. 
The lockout of 0405 sent Thomas back to Finland, where he played very well. As the NHL resumed play the next season, Thomas had signed a contract with a team in Finland, but that contract included an NHL option, and once again, the Bruins signed him. Before the lockout, though, the Bruins looked like they had found their franchise goaltender in Andrew Raycroft. He had won the Calder in 2004 as the league's best rookie. The post-lockout Raycroft couldn't recreate the magic of 2004. Injuries and poor play would lose him the starting job, and Tim Thomas would take over. He was awarded the Bruins' seventh player award that season, and in that offseason, would sign a three-year contract to stay in Boston. As the 2007-2008 season began, Thomas found himself once again as the backup, this time to Manny Fernandez. Fernandez would go down early that season with an injury, and once again, Thomas was called upon to be the starter. In each of the next two seasons, he would be selected for the All-Star Game, and at the end of the 2009 season, he would win his first Vezina Trophy as the league's best goaltender. Hockey was being reborn in New England. The Boston Bruins managed to sweep the Montreal Canadiens in the first round of the playoffs in 2009, before falling to the Carolina Hurricanes in the second round. As the 2009-2010 season began, expectations were high for Tim Thomas and the Bruins. The Bruins were now the only team in Boston not to have a championship in the 21st century. In April of 2009, Thomas had signed a four-year contract extension. He went into that season as a starter once again. He was in goal for that memorable overtime win in the 2010 Winter Classic against the Philadelphia Flyers. But, unfortunately, poor play and a nagging hip injury would force Timmy to lose the starting job to a young Tuka Rask, who would start in every game of the 2010 playoffs. We didn't know it at the time, but the 2010-2011 season would become one of the most memorable in Boston Bruins history. That offseason, Gregory Campbell and Nathan Horton signed with the Bruins. They also selected Tyler Sagan second overall in the draft. The Bruins opened that season overseas in the Czech Republic. And from what players have said, the trip became a great bonding experience and brought them together. Thomas would start Game 2 and get the first of three shutouts in the month of October. He'd be the first goaltender since Tiny Thompson, 73 years earlier, to start a season 6-0 and record three shutouts. To say Tim Thomas had a good regular season that year would be a massive understatement. He would end up breaking the NHL record for save percentage set by Dominic Hasek with .938%. It would once again earn him a Vezina nomination as the league's top goaltender. The Bruins would close out the regular season that year, winning their division and finishing third in the Eastern Conference. In the first round, they would take on the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal took both games at the Garden, putting the Bruins' backs against the wall and forcing them to have to get consecutive victories in Montreal, perhaps the hardest place to win in. They managed to take Game 3 with a 4-2 victory. Game 4 of that series presented a bit of a problem when they found themselves in a 3-1 hole, but they managed to claw their way back and secure a victory after an overtime goal by Michael Ryder. In Game 5, the Bruins once again found themselves in OT. Tim Thomas made an incredible save on a two-on-one chance by Montreal before Nathan Horton, in his first big playoff goal that year, won the game in double overtime, giving the Bruins a 2-1 series lead. That series would stretch to seven games. The Bruins held a lead late into the third period before P.K. Subban ripped a shot past Tim Thomas to tie the game and once again send it into overtime. Where who else but Nathan Horton would end it. In the second round, the Bees were forced to face some demons. The Philadelphia Flyers had reverse swept the Bruins the year before. 
After a dominant 7-3 victory in Game 1, the Bruins found themselves down by two goals early in Game 2. Thomas would end up turning away 46 straight shots as they crawled their way back into the game and secured the victory in overtime. And on May 6, 2011, once again up 3-0 on the Flyers, the Bruins officially purged themselves of the previous season's demons and won Game 4 and the series with a 5-1 victory. The Eastern Conference Final that year between the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Lightning would be the deepest the Bees have been in the playoffs since 1992. Thomas continued to be a brick wall. An aging Dwayne Rolison matched him. In Game 5, he made one of the best saves I think I've ever seen on a chance by Steve Downey. And Game 7 of that series might be one of those memorable in Bruins postseason history. Zero penalties were called in the entire game, and the score remained tied at zero until under eight minutes to go in the game. Finally, Horton broke the tie on a slick pass from David Krejci, giving the Bruins the victory and sending them to the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 1990. The 2011 Vancouver Canucks were very good. They were President's Trophy winners, had the Sedin Twins, Ryan Kessler, Roberto Luongo, and goal. The opening two games in Vancouver weren't ideal. Thomas played well, but the Bruins only managed to score two goals in the first two games. But coming back to Boston would show that scoring goals wouldn't be a problem. In Game 3, eight goals would go by the Canucks goaltender, shattering his confidence when playing in Boston. After allowing four goals in Game 4, Luongo would be pulled and replaced with Corey Schneider for the remainder of the game. There was also a great moment when Tim Thomas cleared out his crease by turning into a linebacker and taking out Henrik Sedin. With the series tied heading back to Vancouver, the Canucks took another victory by winning 1-0, before heading back to Boston with a chance to close out the series and win the Stanley Cup. Following Game 5, however, Luongo decided to give the Bruins a little extra motivation when talking about Tim Thomas. How difficult it is to play a shot off the end boards and comes from a weird angle, goes off Tim's body. Just how hard that is for uh, It's not hard if you're playing in the paint, so it's an easy save for me, but if you're wandering out and aggressive like he does, I mean, that's going to happen. So uh, he might make some saves that I won't, but uh, in cases like that, I mean, uh, uh, we want to take advantage of bounce like that and make sure that we're in good position to bury those. And Luongo would eat those words. After allowing three goals in the first, Roberto Luongo was again pulled and replaced by Schneider. The Bruins win the game 5-2 and force a Game 7 back in Vancouver. Up until that point, a road team had yet to win in the series. But in Game 7, on June 15, 2011, Tim Thomas permanently cemented his place in Boston sports history and put up a shutout. Patrice Bergeron would open the scoring with just over five minutes to go in the first. Marshan sealed the deal with an empty net in the third period, putting the Bruins up by four and securing the victory. The Bruins would win the game 4-0 and take home their first Stanley Cup in 39 years. Get the duck boats ready! After 39 long years, the Cup is back home! The Bruins are 2011 Stanley Cup champions! Tim Thomas won the Conn Smythe Trophy as the MVP of the playoffs. In the seven-game Stanley Cup Final, he allowed eight total goals. Eight goals in seven games. Playing with the Florida Panthers in 2013, Thomas suffered a concussion that he said changed his life. He said he woke up the next morning after the injury and couldn't decide what he wanted to eat or where he wanted to go. He couldn't plan a schedule. 
and today he hopes other hockey players can learn from his struggles. He stated in that interview the day he was inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame that he finally started to feel like himself again just over two years ago. Tim Thomas represents everything that is amazing about professional sports. He didn't win a championship until he was 37. And there were so many seasons where it didn't feel like he would ever break through as a starter. And yet he did it. He's the ultimate comeback story. He's a legend and his name will forever be remembered because it's engraved on the cup. 